passion, talent, influence. That's what we're here to recognize. A movement that lives right in our own backyard. Southwest Florida. So put your glasses up. Let's give a toast. Toast to the innovators. Toast to the creators. Toast to the go-getters. The people who wake up every day with a passion to create. Not for themselves, but for the benefit of the community. A community that has no limits. So let's kick back and toast to the good fellas. Buenos dias, buenas tardes, buenas noches. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody listening in South Florida and around the nation. It's your boy, Alan. And it's your boy, Nicholas. And we're here live at EQ Recording and Multimedia in downtown Fort Myers. It's good, bro. glad to be back, bro. I feel like it's been a hiatus, even though we've been running on all cylinders lately. We're grinding on the Sunday today, y'all. So Grinding on know, a Sunday. Every day, you know, no matter what day it is, we're, we're out here, so... You already know. Y'all got busy lives. We all trying to, you know, recover from COVID and all that stuff. We don't have COVID. Let me make make that clear. But we, you know, living in a world right now where things are kind of hectic. So it's glad to have some sense of normal um, behavior by being here in the studio, having some great people. But speaking of great people. And before we get to that, mm -hmm. this wonderful guest we have. If you are watching this, you are listening to this, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube page. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play, and give us a review. It'll be greatly appreciated. Appreciate the plug. Appreciate the plug. Um, so, as I was saying, we have a special guest here on the podcast today. His name is Ricardo. He's hey. an entrepreneur. He's a local entrepreneur. I think he's out of Tampa right now. But he is a founder of a great company or a great pro, like great page that I've saw, and he's going to give us more details about it. So, Appreciate that. Ricardo, you want to introduce not yourself only, to not people? Not only the founder of a great company, but you have been involved in many other small businesses around, so I definitely would love to touch on that. But yeah, what's up, bro? How you guys doing, man? I appreciate bro, you guys absolutely. having me here today. Thank you. Yeah, it's our pleasure, bro. Like, I would dap you guys up, but <laughs> let's be safe on camera. I feel, I feel that. I definitely feel that. So, Ricardo, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Um, I'm from Pompano Beach, Florida. And that is about, I guess you'd say, like 10, 15 minutes from Fort Lauderdale. Mm. It's in Broward County. Mm -hmm. hey. um, I was raised there. I wasn't born there. Mm -hmm. like I was born in the Turks and Caicos. Really? And then I, yeah, I came over here when I was like two years old. Mm -hmm. um, lived in Pompano my whole life, so... For, for me, Pompano is home. That, like, that's where I'm from. True. And then came to Fort Myers for school. And then was in Fort Myers for an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. And then now in Tampa. But originally from Pompano Beach, Florida. Mm -hmm. Do you rep Kodak Black? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Free Kodak, by the way. <laughs> little project, 100%. baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, yo, I feel like anything south of, like, like from, like, Broward, all the way down to Miami, is a totally different, totally different experience versus Naples and up. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like Naples, all the way to like Tampa, like to Brandon, maybe, is like pretty much the same. The same. And then you know Tampa, Orlando, Ocala. In all, regards to like how the culture is. And yes, everything. exactly yeah. how. I always tell people that mm -hmm. Miami and Miami and Broward should be its own state or <laughs> island, and then separate the rest of Florida because. It's just a whole different scene out there mm -hmm. here for sure. Yeah. It's only like a two-hour drive. I Less totally agree with you on that. But also, I feel like Broward and Miami are two different places. Like, yeah. It's two different kinds of animals, two different kinds of people. Mm -hmm. Like, Broward, um, everybody is, you know, everybody's in competition with each other everywhere, no matter where you are. But mm -hmm. I feel like in Broward, it is a competition of, like, you know, who's trying to be, um, like, the most popular person with the money. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Miami, it's like, who's the most toughest guy? You know, it's mm. not about being the toughest in Broward. It's about, yeah. you know, who's that's, the cleanest. Like That's you know, interesting. Who, I would who's think. The most, who's the biggest finesser? Like, who's the, the biggest hustler? It's the same yeah. thing for Miami, but I feel like Miami, there's, there's way more shootings going on. Uh -huh. There's way more, like, I would say, like, real gang things. Like, mm -hmm. Like not more so petty gang things. Like mm. there's real like celebrities living down there, and like you know what I'm saying. So when you could mix and mingle with celebrities just because, you know, you're, they're like in your neighborhood, that's very different from the people that are in Fort Lauderdale and Pompano and Coral Springs. And like for instance, where that shooting happened, with, like Douglas, 
That was in Broward, like in West Broward. That would never happen in Miami. Like, if, if it did happen in Miami, it would be like, you know, probably somewhere like in a rich area. Because once again, it's like two different animals over there. Like over in, like that shooting was such a shockwave mm-hmm. for Broward. I don't think it would have been a super shockwave in Miami. It would have been like, ah, man, that's super sad. But it's like, you know, there's a, every time you get on the news over there, it's like there was a shooting. There mm-hmm. was this and that. There was, and Broward is like, there's a lot of things happening in Broward, but I don't know. You, you're you from Miami, right? Yeah, they, so yeah. you, you, you understand what I'm talking about, Ali. Yeah. It's like Broward is, I don't think they're as, as savage as Miami. Like, okay. like we listen to music different too. Yeah, like we like I, our music fast. I like music that yeah. comes out of Broward. Yeah, our music is fast. Music. You guys play you know? the I'm so high and XC <laughs> fast version of the song yeah. in Broward, and you play the normal version in Dade County. Yeah, yeah. nah, we everything is fast. Yeah. Like it's like the music is faster. You gotta have strong the, knees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like the vibe is different, you know? Yeah. The vibe is different. Like you yeah. having fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, like I've been to Broward more since I moved out of Dade and like went to FGCU because I feel like I've met more people from Broward here than I met from Dade County. But um, yeah, I think I can see the differences in the two areas. I think you're I think you're right, but you probably know more like the in-depth about it, but I can definitely mm-hmm. see some differences, yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, this, everybody's sauce is different over there. Yeah. Like, I personally know a lot of people from Broward and everybody that I know from Broward is all like very authentic. And they they just know who they are. You know what I mean? Like, they're not trying to put up a front. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, and that's, I think that's some of the reasons, like, some of my best friends are from Broward. Uh, from Broward. And when they moved back to Broward, I understood because they, they had came to yeah. FGCU uh, for a, a minute. And then they ended up moving back to Broward because FGCU wasn't for them. So, I was like, you know what? I understand. And I've gone to Broward plenty of times. And every time I go over there, there's always something new. To, to experience and it's right super close to Fort Lauderdale so you can just take that yeah. trip downtown have a you know, good time come on back home what do you what do you rank Lee County compared to Dade and Broward keep it real keep it real bro Lee, Lee County is like at the bottom for sure <laughs> so, what, um, so what makes you um, but uh, let me tell you why yeah, in yeah, the yeah. terms mm-hmm. Lee County is only yeah. at the bottom in the terms of like like how modern they are mm-hmm. That is what they're at the bottom of. Mm-hmm. I think Lee County is like on point with they're the ones that have the most momentum in this whole state, and people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Like, they you know, sh- they, like everybody the momentum on. is already taken up in Broward, in Miami, mm-hmm. in Orlando, in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like a, you know, a diamond in the rough. <laughs> if, right. I, I compare it to like you ever play a video game, you create an avatar. And you see their potential when you first yeah. like create it. You're like, oh man, this guy's gonna be great once I build him up. But then he, he already gets to that point where he's maxed out. You're like, ah, I don't know if I, I like him like that. Like in 2K, yeah. when you max out your character in 2K, um, if you didn't build him right the first time, you're mm-hmm. screwed with whatever characteristics you first picked. Versus, you know, right, having someone who's diamond in the rough. You have like a goal. You have like you have something to achieve, and you can see that potential just maximized at least yeah. in my opinion and I feel like Lee County specifically Fort Myers you can see the progress happening every single day like you see hotels being built you see stores coming in that you never saw before um, you see more and more people engaging in local politics you know doing certain things that you normally don't see at least I didn't see from first coming to Fort Myers so yeah land development and all that mm-hmm. too yeah, yeah a lot of opportunity for commercial mm-hmm. and residential Mm-hmm. real estate so I feel like that could essentially well that would be driven by small businesses coming here and like hopefully we get that top golf you know that top yeah. golf that top golf would be that's huge. supposed to be coming right that's supposed to be supposedly I mean, they said spring 2021 mm-hmm. yeah but it was originally supposed to come like this summer but then mm-hmm. corona pushed everything yeah. back mm-hmm. that and makes that, sense yeah. yeah that corona this corona shit is low key kind of scary of how like it could maybe stunt the growth, though, of Lee County because you never know. People nah, are going to stop going out I think places. that it's all about um, at what position. It's like, you know, you're playing playing a sport yeah. and you got the people on the field, you got the people in the skybox, and you got the people on the, like, on the sidelines watching. Everybody has a different perspective mm-hmm. of what's going on. But the person that I think that really understands that, I don't think Corona, because apparently down here, you guys don't have no mask requirements like you guys are kind of like just living nasty out here you feel me like you guys are actually giving out masks 
things are different over here. Like, it's like here in Fort Myers, they are they're they're trying to make it something like something that people are going to be like, oh, that's not Miami. That's not Broward. That's not Orlando. That's Fort Myers. That's Naples. And I can, I know what I'm going to get when I get out of there. You know, when you go to Broward, you go to Miami, kind of already have an idea where you're going to get out of it. You're kind of like building this place up to be something that is totally different than everybody else. Because once again, mm -hmm. this is definitely like a diamond in the rough. Mm -hmm. Like you guys are saying, all these buildings and stuff mm -hmm. coming up mm -hmm. that was probably like my number one thing that like i never i recognize here is that i was like they're not playing like <laughs> money money is like not an issue here mm -hmm. if they a building it starts today is done by december mm -hmm. like they don't like i've seen things come up here so fast but it's also like motivational because you're like bro if they could build a building that fast like what am i doing yeah, what like, am I, like what can I do to, like that's to acquire for that me, piece of land know? that maybe I can open up my own yeah. you know, store or whatever, you know? Or what could I do in my 24 hours since somebody's <laughs> spending their 24 hours on building this building yeah. and they're not, they know what's going to come? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you guys been here for a while. We've all been here for a while. Yeah. Like, y'all remember when there wasn't certain food places, yeah. like in the town center? Like, yeah. like things Zaxby's. weren't open. Oh, like, I love Zaxby's. You know, Zach like, Beast. things is, <laughs> yeah. like, crazy. But, like, if you're from Broward or Miami, that's, like, normal. Mm -hmm. You come over here, it's like, bro, these people are, like, 10 years behind, 20 years behind. That was my first impression when I came over here. I was like, this place is, like, 20 yeah. years that's behind. That's what excites me because, yeah. like, one of my one of my um, goals in the future is to open up a Nicaraguan restaurant here. And they only have it in Miami. And they, there's yeah. one in the Cape, but it's not, like, Miami-style. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like if I... I, I like that is a good opportunity maybe to succeed somewhere like in Lehigh or like even in some parts of Naples, you know, like and and that could be like the first real good one here. Mm -hmm. Over there, it's already you know there's saturated. already multiple ones. It's too saturated, so mm -hmm. it's like the the opportunity is what excites me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Speaking of opportunity, which I don't think this question has anything to do with, but it's a great transition <laughs> phrase. <laughs> um, we want to get to know about some of the things that you're a part of right now. So what are some of the projects you're working on and things that you've done lately? Um, right now, I'm working on TownView. Mm -hmm. And TownView is an app for businesses. We're giving businesses mobile app features to connect with their customers, mm -hmm. but mostly their loyal customers because... As you guys know, you guys have loyal listeners. Your loyal listeners are the ones that are like, the ones that are, you're pushing this to the forefront for you. Mm -hmm. So if you can maintain a relationship with your loyal listeners or your loyal customers, and you're able to like incentivize them to like give them rewards or give them more offers, they're going to talk about you more. So Absolutely. now your 20% of customers that's really loyal to you can go to 25% to 30%. And that's going to increase your revenue like up to 70 to 90% just by increasing your loyalty base of like, you know, you got that 80-20 rule where it's like 20% of your cut, 20% of your revenue comes from like, you know, I mean like 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your customers. Mm -hmm. So you have to think about that when you're made, like conducting that relationship with these people, yeah. you want to, you want them to be like, yo, I want to talk about toast to the good fellas to, Everybody, when I go to Gainesville, I'm going to talk about it. When I go to um, Pompano Beach, I'm going to talk about it. Because, mm -hmm. like, for instance, I'll use, you know, you go to a restaurant. If you like that restaurant, you're going to come back and tell Alan. You're going to come back and tell me. You're going to tell your other bros. You're going to be like, yo, I went to this restaurant. It was amazing. They gave me $5 off. They gave me $10 off. They gave me a free drink, free appetizer. But right now, that's, like, what I'm working on mm -hmm. with um, two other co-founders. And it's an app just on iOS right now, mm -hmm. but the app for the users allows the users to see what's happening right now. You know, we go to new cities and we don't know what's happening right now. We have to Google it and you're going to see a baseball stadium, the zoo, like, but it's not going to tell you about Joe's pizza shop down the street that's having a two for one special or this ice cream parlor that's down the street that's having, you know, maybe free ice cream scoops, these mm -hmm. types of things. Yeah. Like, you want to know what's happening right now. So, that's the, what we're trying to provide to the users is what's happening right now. And to the businesses, we're trying to provide them like tools that these major large companies have, like Domino's Pizza has their own app, Papa John's has their own app, H&M mm -hmm. has their own app, Chipotle has their own app. Mm -hmm. And they're using that app to connect with their users. Mm -hmm. You know, 
They have the data on their users. They know what their, their users like. Mm-hmm. You know, these smaller businesses that are actually, you know, pretty popular, yeah. they want to build an app. But now you have to convince that customer, hey, you should download my app. And now you got to get this customer to believe in, you know, your app is worth the digital real estate on my phone. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to, you know, cut that problem out for the businesses, whereas all the businesses are going to be on this app. So you're not telling this customer, download my app. You're yeah. telling this customer, download Townview, subscribe to my business profile. And, you know, you probably find some other businesses on there, but it's versatile. It's not, it doesn't, you know, pigeonhole the business into having to really sell this app themselves because the app isn't just for them. Yeah. The app just provides them tools to connect with their customers mm-hmm. more directly, more efficiently. You right, know? That's pretty awesome. First of all, I want to shout out Chipotle because their yeah. app gave me a free entree today. So I was rewards. On. Yep, with the rewards. I was what like, about, right. what about what about Mama's Cuban restaurant or something like that? <laughs> like, what if you could have gave your reward? That would have been but, dope. You exactly, know, that would have been dope. Know, and an I, app for her would be mm-hmm. like a hundred thousand. Yeah, I I love this idea because I'm always looking for like what's happening around you know the area, and I feel like that's like one of the like top questions that gets searched on in Google, at least in this area, is like what's going on in Fort Myers or uh, what kind of deals are going on in Fort Myers? Because you can't really like, you know, find that information pretty much, you know, it's not readily accessible. You have to research to find it. Yeah. Like that, that, that coupon code, you have to, you have that, what, that extension on Google Chrome? Was it like Honey or something like that where mm-hmm. it finds coupon codes? But like, not, not even that's reliable, but to have something that, you know, is local, but you know, it's tailored to Florida. I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, what we're trying to do is pretty much um, give the users the options, you know, like mm-hmm. the ability to be like, hey, at least I can be like, at least I knew that was open or that was available to me because that's one thing you don't want to find out is like we kind of did some research with Southwest Florida mm-hmm. with our with the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get people to ask, answer some questions. And we asked like, you know, how often have you found out something that's happening in Fort Myers or Naples a day or two after. And like, that was like 60, 70% of the answers we were getting was like, yeah, it always happens. Jesus. And a lot of the answers were, a lot of the, one of the questions were, are you actively looking for things to do? It's like, yes, I am, but just never able to really find anything. And like you were saying, you got to Google these things. Yeah. And how much time are you going to spend on Google looking for something to do in the next 30 minutes? Like, it's, you got to have time first. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so we're yeah. trying to cut out the time for the users. Let me just open up this app. And it's going to show me what's happening right now at 8.30. If it's 8.30 p.m., what's open, how far it is, and, you know, the details when I click into the actual event post or the deal post. But that's the idea is that for the business, not for the businesses, for the users, they know what's happening right now. And for the businesses, you can maintain a relationship with your loyal customers and kind of, like, control that, you know, because... Right now, for a business, if you have, you know, a lot of followers from your Instagram mm-hmm. to your Facebook to your website, then it's like you have to main, you have you have to be really active on those platforms. But you also have to remember that the users aren't only using that platform just for you. Like mm-hmm. they're going on Instagram for their friends. Mm-hmm. Like you're going on Facebook for your friends and family. Like you, you just happen to follow you know, these businesses because you like them and things like that. But in reality, these businesses are really competing with reg- your everyday people, like your like your friends, you know, because mm-hmm. if, you know, like Chipotle, Chipotle posts, you're probably going to see Chipotle post six after your first five friends, but you're not really worried about that on Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, with Townview, it's just for the business. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going on here. You're not going to see somebody posting photos. Like, you're just seeing, oh, this business is open. This is what they're having right now. Maybe I want to go to them. Maybe I don't. Or maybe I want to save it and go to it later. Mm -hmm. But the idea is that it's just a direct communication channel between businesses and locals and tourists. That way, you know, there's like nothing getting lost from Mm -hmm. having to Google things, spend 10, 20 minutes on the Internet, don't really find anything, get frustrated and then want to say Fort Myers is lame, Naples (laughs) is lame, like Cape Coral is lame. Mm -hmm. And that's not the truth. The truth is... I don't know where the finest information that was yep. going on. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's not that it's lame. It's just that you're not going to take the time to find it. Yeah. So we'll do that for you. Don't worry about it. We'll find the information for you. You know, just go ahead and download the app. It's on the iPhone. You know, I mean, the Apple Store. I'm over here mixing up my words, but go ahead and <laughs> download do the app. You know, Townview, T-O-W-N-V-I-E-W. 
download it. It's available in Fort Myers, Naples, Cape Coral, Tampa, St. Pete. More cities coming soon in Florida. But yeah, that's like the main project that I'm working on right now. I'm also I'm like working on a lot of things. Bro, working on we know we yeah. see that we see it, bro. Like we see that's why we want to bring you on. So we, how do you so how do you feel about that working on multiple things? Do you feel sometimes that you're like, damn, maybe I should just focus on one, or should I'm like, okay, I want to learn a little bit of every everything because sometimes I struggle with, I want to learn so much that maybe if I just put in focus on one thing, like everything else will fall into place. But I'm so impatient that I want to keep learning shit. So does that help you out, or do you kind of like? see it that okay maybe I could look at something else I think I kind of had to go through my own experience of trying to learn everything at the same time and like it not working like mm -hmm. I'm one of those people that like as soon as I think of something I just do it like if I think of a good idea yeah. I'm not gonna be like yo Alan Manny what do you guys think <laughs> of this idea like I'm gonna do that but I'm gonna I've already started working on it mm -hmm. by the time I ask you what do you think about it yeah because I like one, you lose ideas so fast. Ideas just come in your head and go. So you just want to keep it. You just want to keep working on, like, you know, yeah. like, for instance, working on Town View, working on Vintage Vibes, and working on, like, Genius Buds. It's like, these are three different things. And I have to, like, try to, when I have to focus on one thing, I have to, like, block out this, these, like, these ideas. But I think that trying to work on everything at the same time and it not working and then me realizing, all right, I just need to focus on one thing mm -hmm. at a time. It kind of helped realize like, okay, I started focusing on town view the most. Like, let me just focus on town view. And if I get this right, everything else will kind of like work together because town view, like surprisingly enough, is like the, the thing that out of everything I've been working on is the thing that is can connect everything together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I, I can have a Genius Buds profile on Townview. I can have a Vintage Vibes profile on Townview. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could do the Vibes Entertainment on Townview. So everything that I started before Townview, I can bring it to Townview. So it only makes sense that I focus on Townview. And also, too, you because you learn so many things, because you're trying to do so many things, you learn, like, dang, I was doing that wrong, I was doing that wrong, I was doing that wrong. And I learned all that just by focusing on Townview. So now when I, you know, when it's time to like really dig into like Genius Buds and like, we're, you know, Vintage Vibes is already rolling, but like, cause that's more than, um, you know, it's not just me. Mm -hmm. But once it's really time to dig into those things, I'm gonna take in the same things that I learned with Townview mm -hmm. and apply it to Vintage vibes, the genius buds, and all the businesses that I'm going to do moving forward. But, you know, I think focusing on one really helped me realize, like, all right, dang, I can apply this to that. I can apply it because mm -hmm. it's all the same. Yeah. It's just a different brand, different message. But, you know, the same principles mm -hmm. of what you're trying to do is pretty much the same. So mm -hmm. I've kind of like taken the road of like, I'm just going to focus on one thing. It's really hard because you get excited about all these other things happening. Like, I'm excited about what's going on with Vintage Vibes, mm -hmm. you know? But what's real a relief about that is thank God it's not just me. Oh, yeah, think about yeah, it, yeah, like, I same thing that. with Townview. Yeah. Same, thank God it's not just me. Like, none of this is just me. So, it, like, it helps, like, the brain facilitate the ideas more. Like, mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about everything, you know? It's, you know, yeah. teamwork makes the dream work. Absolutely. You guys you guys got this going on. You guys know what it means. Like, Yo, I got, I got a question about Townview. So is it ever going to get to the point where, let's say I'm a local a, lo a local painter, right? Local artist. And I want to sell one of my pieces of artwork. Can I, would I be able to market that on Townview and sell it through Townview? Um, yes. Actually, tours? we're going to have a marketplace. Mm -hmm. We already have a marketplace on the app. But the idea is that the marketplace is for... Um, more so small businesses like a painter, mm -hmm. but a boutique shop, okay. like, you know, like yep. a designer's closet or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, um, Rustic Chick Boutique is another boutique like in Cape Coral. But these like types of places, if you could buy their product mm -hmm. through the app and then have that product, you go pick it up in the store or have it delivered. That's kind of because, you know, we're competing with a lot of different apps, as you guys think of. So, of for instance, yeah. we're going to have a marketplace. Facebook has a marketplace, but that marketplace is for, you know, TV, stereos, cars, you know, things like that. We're trying to make our marketplace for the small business owner. So a painter does, you know, fit in that category of like 
I have paint. This may be my studio. I have six pieces of art. I'm going to list it on the Townview Marketplace, you know, and whenever I sell it, you know, it's going to percentage is going to go this way for me, percentage is going to go this way to Townview. But mm-hmm. eventually, and pro- honestly, right now, we could do that, have a painter put up his artwork. But what we're trying to do is, you know, leverage with the businesses because in order for a painter to get the most benefit out of this, we got to get these businesses on here yep. and get them rolling and get them talking about it. Because once they're rolling and talking about it, then it, it'll benefit the painter even way more because he'll have the businesses, customers to pull from. Because you might go on this app for, you know, Rusty's or something like that. But now you see this cool painting mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Joe in mm-hmm. Naples. And you're like, oh, man, let me just buy this painting. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to Rusty's anyways. I wasn't even thinking about a painting, but <laughs> I'm on the app. And, I'm click the and, marketplace. Yeah, and you know how some tourists are like, man, I want to get something local from there yeah. type shit. Like when I go to Denver, I'm like, I want to go to like Denver local spots. Like I want to get a Colorado like antique. Mm-hmm. Fort Myers, like, you only get an antique piece from like a Fort Myers artist or some shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, I like that, the way you worded that because well, kind of the way we were thinking about it is like from the, the smaller scale people. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it of a painter. I was thinking about the person that has just an online website. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're selling makeup online or selling t-shirts online they don't necessarily have a storefront yet like a designer's closet or right. a rustic chick boutique but they have you know they have customers yeah and they have a presence and maybe they're in fort myers or in naples because i actually know a few girls and guys that have online businesses that are in fort myers and naples they don't have a store mm-hmm. you know but they have customers yeah and you know that how are they communicating through their customers like i just told you guys facebook instagram twitter but you go on all these apps, not for the businesses, you know? So it's not that it's hurting the businesses, but it's not putting the businesses in the best light. Yeah. You know, you want them to shine. This mm-hmm. is, they want to win, you know? That's mm-hmm. what we're trying to do. We're trying to help the businesses be like the big guys. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's what's going to help cities stay alive, small yeah. businesses, you know? If we're helping these small businesses stay alive, then you won't see all these like buildings closing down. You won't see cities like, you know, just the roads all messed up. Like mm-hmm. it, we got to keep the money in our, you know, community. So if you're pushing shop local, dine local, support local, then Fort Myers, Naples, Tampa, Cape Coral, um, St. Pete, mm-hmm. all Florida cities that we're going to be in, they have no choice but to just get better and better because if you have a million people, for instance, living in Fort Myers, I think it's only 700,000, but if you have a million people living in Fort Myers, and but those million people are shopping at the 2,000 stores in Fort Myers, and they're not, you know, going to Orlando or going, not necessarily going to Orlando, but buying stuff outside of their community, uh-huh. you know, it, it just helps benefit the community because that money goes back into, you know, parks, roads, all those other things. Mm -hmm. So we really want to push that initiative, like shop local, support local. And then like you're saying, Mm -hmm. you travel, you go to these places and you want to feel connected to that place in some kind of way, you know? And how are you going to feel connected by, you know, spending two hours Googling something and getting there and not really, you know, getting the most out of it or, you know, just not really getting the full blown experience that you would like just because of lack of information. Like, that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. You're just because you're missed information. Like, and for me, that's how even how, like, you know, for it's, it's three of us working on Townview. From my perspective, like, what made me passionate about the problem that we were trying to solve is that I was in Colorado for three months for a while and I kept missing all these concerts. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, I just, this concert was $13 <laughs> and it was right down the street. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. What? Like, how did I miss this? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro. And I was trying a lot of good food places. And I was like, but I found them on my own just by walking around, going places. But I was like, there should be some app or website that connects locals directly with small businesses in these places. Because when you go someplace, I don't want to go eat at Denny's in Colorado. Yeah. Like, I can eat at Denny's anywhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't want to eat IHOP anywhere. Stop eating Chipotle, bro. I love Chipotle. I love, I love, bro, don't, don't tell me that. Anywhere. I'm, I'm right there with him. Yeah. But I'm still going to go to the, you know, the Cuban yeah. restaurant, the Nicaraguan restaurant, yeah. the Honduran restaurant, yeah. the Jamaican restaurant, the Haitian restaurant. 
I want to try these different foods because, you know, I like these foods. But when you realize you're going to different places, it's like, dang. And what really made me realize it was I went to a place that I thought this food was amazing, but there was nobody in there. Mm -hmm. I was like, why is there nobody in here? How come nobody knows how good your food is? Mm -hmm. Like, and, you know, that's kind of like where the, you know, wanting to work on that problem came for me is that like, I was really just missing those concerts. Like yeah. imagine missing like a Chief Keef concert mm -hmm. or um, trying to think of who's popular, Wiz Khalifa in like, two, it was 2016 at the time. Mm -hmm. But just imagine just missing a concert just because you didn't know. Yeah. And it was like right down the street. Yeah. Like literally like talking about five minutes down your street where you live at mm -hmm. and the concert is less than 20 bucks. Yeah. You'd be like, I know a lot of people like who are like doing these like pop up like concerts that where you stay in the car and can watch the artists. A lot of people are missing out on them because they don't know that these are happening. Bro, when I was in when I was in Atlanta uh, a couple of years ago, um, it was a there's a concert called Birthday Bash, and all the artists that were featured were Young Thug, Gunna, Lil Baby. Um, Migos made a guest appearance with Cardi B this is when Cardi B was pregnant and we like we found out about it the day of like thank God but like I'm surprised it wasn't getting promoted or couldn't find it anywhere mm -hmm. so like you're right like I wish I could we could have had something like previously but like mm -hmm. yeah. we, I, I, we came across it something I think it was like an ad or some shit like that mm -hmm. and they're like oh shit this shit's today yeah like it's fucking going. All these artists are there. Like, yeah, what the fuck is yeah I would I, like to bring that visualization to mm -hmm. to light some more. I'd be super pissed off if, like, let's say me and Alan went to the same, like, went on vacation, right? Two separate areas, but in the same vicinity, and he went to all these concerts, and I, I didn't get to go to any of them because I didn't know. I'm like, are you? And then he comes back, yo, this concert was dope. Somebody threw this, blah blah blah. I'm like, yo, are you serious? I didn't mm -hmm. know about this. Mm -hmm. Like, I would be, I would be kind of upset yeah man, and yeah. i feel like our tourists they don't get as much as they can when they you know visit yeah. florida for the first time at least and then another thing too is even worse is the locals they don't give the you know not all of them but you know you're not giving it a good the city a good name when you're like this is boring there's nothing oh, yeah. to do here like yeah. i hate this place or <laughs> in reality it's like you know you have to find your own thing to do here a lot in Fort Myers. You kind yeah. of have to make your own fun, yeah. which start how, you know, we kind of started with the, like, vibes entertainment. It was like, bro, who's throwing parties here? Like, <laughs> nobody's throwing parties nah, here? Y'all like, were, were some heavy hitters, Y'all were some heavy hitters, bro. Like, nobody was throwing parties at all. Like, they were throwing parties, but, like, I'm a, we're, we're all, what's it called? We're all minorities here. They weren't throwing parties for us. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You like, know? They weren't throwing parties for us. And Too many me, times. I don't even like over. parties. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, don't, don't like them anymore. Have, have you, yeah. you we call them gettys. You know, like, but have you guys been to the, some of the parties? When course, have you guys bro. ever seen me actually in the party? That's a good point. I don't know, man. I can't recall. I'm usually, yeah. I was usually yeah, yeah, faded. Yeah. That's <laughs> not a good question to ask especially, you know, since the parties were lit. Yeah. But tell us more about um, your other projects, like Vintage Vibes and um, Genius Buns. Yeah, for uh, Vintage Vibes, that's definitely, that's me, Christian, Melvin, Gio. And that started off in 2015. It's, it's really because we were trying to, like, you know, have something, like, for Christian. Because, you know, Christian has his music thing going on. Mm -hmm. He's doing his music thing. And artists have to have like you know a brand mm -hmm. with their music you know yeah like you know you got the ovo with drake and i'm just gonna go with the rappers i'm listening to right now but like griselda with like benny the butcher and like conway and stuff like that like those guys mm -hmm. are selling merch like crazy like you know just because they have that they already have a brand associated with their record label mm -hmm. and things like that so that's kind of like what it was part of the reason why we started it and also trying to like display, you know, the versatility of the youth and beauty of the soul. That's what it stands for. Trying to describe that like, you know, us all being young and, you know, of different backgrounds and things like that, that it doesn't really like pigeonhole you into like, you know, this one place, you know, most of us grew up with like, especially with, you know, from the vibes entertainment perspective, not the vintage vibes, but the vibes entertainment with me, Gio, and Christian, we're all like Caribbean people. So we all grew up 
with those, you know, kind of that upbringing with your family and stuff like that. So you kind of have like this understanding of like, um, you know, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to be great. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be great. Mm-hmm. Not only because for me, but obviously my parents, like yep. where my parents came from, I just want to be great. Mm-hmm. Like for myself and for them. But like, I think that that, that synergy mm-hmm. was that like, was really important and that kind of helped. And then mixing up with Mel, Mel, super Mel, Mel's the man. Yeah, yeah. That, shout out to Melvin. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Melvin for sure. Mel is like, yeah. He he's the, he's like the glue. I see him, hey, like, bro. The, I see him. I see him. We live together, so I see him yeah. do the work. Yeah, yeah. Mel's. He's another. He's mm-hmm. another. He's on another level. Yeah, you know. Sure. But the idea of like how vintage vibes works is that like we're you know we're putting out the clothes right now, and we're gonna be putting out more merchandise like you know t-shirts, hats, and things like that, mm-hmm. and you know gonna be doing uh, some collabs soon. Some pretty cool people, you know, excited about that. Um, with Vintage Vibes right now, we just released our international T-shirt. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. It's fire. Yeah, and then we actually um, used 50%, or I think it was around 50%, like hemp material to make the, the T-shirts, which is like a big difference. And we kind of got like good feedback from the customers that bought like that first batch of the T-shirts. Yeah. But like, you know, us just doing that and, you know, getting it back out rolling because, you know, kind of, you know, had it like, you know, pause for a while. But I want to bring that up. You know, I think what happens when, you know, when you start something like a business or a brand or whatever, and it's like pause for a while, it depends on what your situation is. Being with us, all of us were like in school. So it's like it's re- school is like, I don't know, it's not a bad thing, but it's an excuse. You can use school to be like, I got homework or I got to do this, I got to do that. Yeah. So it, it almost like can push things away because like, you know, and that's where the whole, you know, the argument of like, dang, man, like, do I want to like be this entrepreneur for real? Or do mm-hmm. I want to like, just, you know, just go to school. And cause it's like, you you can't, you can't do both, both, but you can do both. It's just really, really, really hard, mm-hmm. you know? So while you're in school, you kind of like trying to do the business, you kind of push it back. So I think, once everybody was done with school, it just was like, all right, you know, what are we doing here with what we got going on here? Like, mm-hmm. and on top of that, you know, Christians got the music continuously coming out. Yep. So it's like, we got to get this thing going because at any second now, you know, your boy music could be number one on the billboard and Viral. ain't gonna have no brand for him. You know? He was so, recently put on to like, uh, like, you know how Spotify has the new music playlist? Yeah. I think he was recently put on to like the new music playlist in for India. India. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He has sent that to us. I was like, yo, that's, that's dope, bro. That's yeah. dope. He's, yeah. He's getting a lot of streams right now. Christian, mm-hmm. Christian is popping, but mm-hmm. oh, we gotta keep grinding. Absolutely. We gotta keep grinding, you know, Absolutely. so this is just... So, would you say the overall like a, a goal for for vibes is to essentially promote a culture where you no know, no matter where you're from everybody is is one in a way um everybody is one and everybody has the opportunity to do their best if we like admit it to ourselves mm-hmm. like you know like a lot of people are like you know they kind of like give themselves bad luck like oh I'm not good at this or um that's going to be super hard or you know just words to like kind of like stop you from doing what you really want to do because you know just these self-doubt words you know these doubt words so yeah we're trying to like kill that spell of like doubt and just like understand that you're a versatile person like you, know, you just got to express who you really are mm-hmm. and like get that out there and if people are going to rock with it or they're not you know but trust me the world's not going to end if they're not really rocking is with it. it yeah it might just get a little bit brighter yeah. because you're going to be, you know, doing what you want to do instead of what you think you should do. Yeah, that's 100%. It's fear, it's fear, bro. It's just we focus too much on the end result and, like, the flashy things. Mm-hmm. We forget to appreciate the process in getting those, yeah. getting to the light, mm-hmm. you know, at it's, the end of the tunnel. It's like we the don't podcast. Focus, we don't focus on the darkness. Mm-hmm. It's like we got to embrace the pain. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's something I've been learning a lot. Yeah. I have to listen to this audio book with um put a song bro put a song the you subtle art of not giving a fuck mm. bro that shit is I had a friend tell me about that fire bro, bro. it's mm-hmm. fire it makes you really think like yo like why 
it makes you think why you're upset about certain things. Like, why am I upset? It's like you choose certain metrics to um, make you think that you really value that thing when like, okay, what if I don't think of it like that? Then I wouldn't be upset. Or, oh, I'd appreciate this more. I appreciate this pain more mm-hmm. because I know this is going to pay off in the long run. Mm-hmm. We don't really look at it like that. Yeah. So like, yeah, y'all gotta check it out. I'm not gonna ruin it for y'all. I'm not gonna ruin it. Y'all check it out, man. But like, yo, yeah, it's just subtle art of like the subtle art of not not giving a fuck. fuck. Mm -hmm. I have a thing about that because I feel like, what if you're born with not giving a fuck, or not even say born (laughs) with, you through life experiences. By the time you reach a certain age, like you don't give a fuck, and people take it a certain way or certain like that, but. And also another thing too I want to bring is that what if you are naturally like a person that reflects a lot, then, you know, it's it kind of helps with every the way you think about things. Like I shouldn't be upset about that. Like why would I get upset about that? Like I'm a big like reflector. Mm-hmm. Like I just reflect. I'll sit here and reflect for hours. I'll be Me like, too. dang, like, like why did that happen? And I'll try to really put myself in that person's shoes because I'm not that the most sensitive person. But being that, I really try to like understand like why did you feel that way or what? But I think that comes with me just being a person that naturally likes to reflect. Yeah. Like if I didn't naturally like to do that, then it would be pretty tough. People that that's really healthy though. Yeah. Because in a way that promotes accountability. But yeah. in this society, we're so trained to point fingers at other people. Yep. For our problems, when we're like when we have our problems, it's not because of them. It's because of us. Mm-hmm. And we don't, it, accountability is really scary for a lot of people. Yeah. It's like, they don't want to point at themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot easier to just yell at you for some shit. If, if, a, if a certain task didn't get done for the podcast, yeah. I could just yell at you. I could have been like, well, I didn't let him know enough. Or mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't say it in the best way possible. So that's why he didn't do it. So maybe if I would have said it better, it would have gotten done. Yeah. But it's always, I, I always say it's always my fault no matter yeah. No matter yeah. if it's not my fault. But it also goes back to like, you know, things like, you know, your family, your environment. Yeah. Like of course. who you're raised around uh-huh. and things like that. Like yeah. if these people aren't like pressing accountability or they're like, you know, doing what you just said, they're taking their thing out on you. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Just pass it on, right? Yeah. But like I said, so if, you if you naturally if you naturally facts, it's hundred percent. if you naturally, you know, luckily if you have that that, you know, that ability to just be like I just want to reflect. Like I like sitting in silence and just thinking a lot mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I feel like nobody has better answers than me in my head. Like upstairs, like I just got to like sit that. and think about it for a long time. But mm-hmm. you know, speaking of that, like that, what you're talking about, that 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 ability to reflect, bro, that's painted on genius genius buds. Like I see it when I'm looking through the profile. I'm like, yo, he already has questions that people want answers to, you know, already on there for people to just see. So if you're having problems reflecting, well, boom, there's a question right there you can ask yourself. So like, bro, tell us a little bit more about Genius Buds because, like, from what I'm seeing, that could really pop off into something big. Yeah, man. Um, Genius Buds was something that uh, I think is funny. Uh, I started Genius Buds. Because um, kind of what I was telling you guys, you know, working on Vintage Vibes, it's so many different minds working on it. And we're trying to, like, get it rolling. But, you know, some of us are in school. And it's like maybe, like, um, they were in school. I wasn't in school at the time. So at that time, I was really like, man, I don't really care about school. I just, I just want to be a boss. I just want to be in charge. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also, like, you have to have consult with so many people. So I kind of started Genius Buds out of like I just want to start something and not have to have a meeting with four or five people and come to the same agreement you know that's kind of how like the idea even started but the reason that it's like I created it was because you know for people that are cannabis consumers I myself was a cannabis consumer I believe that you know they try to like put these stereotypes on you that you know oh because you consume cannabis like you're lazy. Um, you're never gonna amount to anything. Um, what are some things like you're gonna you're gonna be doing heroin or other drugs soon? Just all types of like things that they try to like attribute to cannabis. And I personally believe, but everybody has a different body. Everybody has a different like you know um, 
I don't know the anatomy. scientific word. Yeah, different anatomy. Everybody mm-hmm. has a different anatomy. So we're, everything that we take in, and we're going to react differently to it. Yep. So I can understand, you know, people having these perspectives. But Genius Buds, we're trying to kill that perspective. We want to show that Genius Buds, because Genius Buds is like what we're describing is in its name, kind of like right now, us three, we're Genius Buds, you know? I'm not going to say you guys are cannabis consumers because I don't know that. But for me, let's put this in in the example. All three of us are cannabis consumers, but we're all professionals. You know, we are buddies that, you know, consume cannabis, but we're still like professionals. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't take away from me. Like if people figured out that the doctor just did surgery on them, just consume cannabis, they probably lose their... (laughs) you know, thingy, but they have no idea. <laughs> yeah. What if that helped that guy, you know, focus more on the surgery? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It sounds crazy, but mm-hmm. like, you I, know. Honestly, bro, you get more creative when you yeah, consume but, cannabis. But everybody has a different anatomy, you yeah, know, because right, there's people right. that, you know, and that's kind of what we want Genius Buds to be mm-hmm. is um, an educational platform to explain to people that like, you know, all of us are not going to react the same to this, but let's not put a stereotype on it. Like, let's understand that there's cannabis consumers that are CEOs, that are, you know, CFOs. They're working, you know, on Wall Street. Like, Mm -hmm. there's people doing worse drugs. (laughs) And you guys... Just because it's it's illegal doesn't mean it's bad for you. And And it's not even a drug. They've had had so much propaganda on it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's been like, built up to be like, yo, if you see that person that's smoking cannabis... Yeah. It's better stay away. He's just bro. The stupid ass commercials from back in the Mary, day. Oh Mary, back my in the god! Day, the lazy, the, the slump lady <laughs> in the couch. Like Yo. that's that's not crazy because there's people that react like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I want to say like you know it's all about everybody's anatomy, but I just don't want to pigeonhole this you know this stereotype mm-hmm. of like. Or I tried. I tried. I tried telling my mom that she should get on medical marijuana, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm you're talking lie. crazy now. You got to understand how you got to approach your parents. No, no, no. She was very open-minded about it. Okay, okay. I knew she would okay. be. I, I, knew, I, was, I knew how to pick my battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I told her straight up, maybe you should consider it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just ask. But she doesn't She doesn't like the smoke and mm-hmm. all that, which is understandable, you know? Mm-hmm. not. But this is why not we need to educate. Yeah, but that's why not the only way to consume it. Right. You know, there's other ways. There's, you know, there's edibles, there's topicals, there's pills. There's so many different ways to consume cannabis. We're only at the beginning yeah. of like what's going on with cannabis. Like we don't even have all the information about this plant and what it can do. You know, certain people have the information, mm-hmm. the government, and they're gonna do whatever they want to do with it. But scientists are doing more research and trying to like they're gaining all like they're kind of learning everything as we go. As they legalize it more, as they lift little bands up. They're mm-hmm. able to do more research. They're mm-hmm. able to do get more results and understand what's going on. Like mm-hmm. pretty soon, it's 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 just kind of like yeah. they're gonna have to like look at the you know the the devil in the face and yeah. be like, yo, this is what it is. Because once again, back to Genius Buds, mm-hmm. it's it was part of that starting too. Is that like the philanthropy part of Genius Buds? Like we want to like the merchandise that we want to sell. We want to use that money to use it towards like pro bono cases to help get these people that are in jail for mm. consuming cannabis, like less than, you know, a gram or less yeah. than less than seven grams of cannabis. Mm-hmm. And like, they can't vote. They might be still in jail. Mm-hmm. Like they can't get a job. Bail. Like there's so many different people. There's hundreds and thousands of people that look just like me, like literally look just like me in jail because of a plant that other people now are making ridiculous money yep. off of. Yes. And, you know, and that's what's, that's not besides the point. That's very important that they're making a lot of money. But what's more important is that, like, they've traumatized us. They've traumatized us to the point where, like, you know, a lot of people of African-American or Latino background, they're like, bro, I'm not going to try marijuana. I'm not yeah. going to go to jail. <laughs> I'm not going to go to jail for that. You know, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. It's because they've 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 conditioned us and trained us to have these you know these pre you know ideas mm-hmm. and conceptions about like hey this is what cannabis is gonna do to us so like with genius buzz we just really want to tackle those stereotypes mm-hmm. help get all these guys and gals lots of men and women out of prison yeah. not just black people but Latin people. 
especially black and Latin people. Yeah. You know, is that because how many people are in jail right now that could have probably made a difference in like a local election? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan had a podcast with two guys who are it's their mission to kind of like you know, get those people out of jail. And, they, have and, to, and I haven't it's criminal. I haven't finished right it, now. but I I started it, and they were giving me stories on like how people will get locked up for fifteen years just off like yeah. being like doing having absolutely nothing to do with the situation, but just you being know around it, being around it. Fifteen but years more so is just their crazy. color skin. And, yeah, like they talk about brown, that shit too. He's brown or he's black, so yeah. uh-huh. it's we. Let's just keep it a buck, man. We're under attack. Yes. You know, under yeah. attack for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, know, so. you, you ever watched the Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj? Um, I didn't watch that. I, he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I watched his homecoming mm-hmm. um, one. Well, in that episode's on Netflix, yeah. he has an episode about the um, medical marijuana industry or just the marijuana yeah. industry in itself. And he kind of breaks it down in terms of like, you know, how it operates and things of that nature. And there's a lot of great information on there about, you know, um, the process of even being able to acquire some land to be able to, you know, uh, grow, grow your own. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 this is why I like platforms like podcasts, why I like platforms like just regular, you know, educational TV shows and things of that nature and just radio because you get to see different perspectives and mm-hmm. that. And along with the Joe Rogan podcast, if you don't like go and look for these things, yeah. you're not gonna find them, you know, unless Which, someone like recommends it to you. But if you're not the type, a social type of person, you're just gonna stay ignorant. And I think these platforms do a great job of being able to like you know express certain perspectives outside of the normal you know pre- preconceived notions that yeah. people have. That's, yeah, that's very well said, bro. I'm low key mad. My cannabis stocks are down though. I'm a big cannabis so, um, so are, stock believer. Exactly. I'm not gonna lie. So, so I'm holding so, for the long so term. Are, so are mine. Yeah. But I, I want to let you know that you know, still good. We're this, that we're in this what? together. We're in this together. <laughs> we're in this together. Yeah. And when we're on our yachts, because we believe in something yeah. way earlier than everybody else. There you go. You know. Uh, yeah. I be, uh, yeah. I mean, you better invite me to your yacht. That's gonna be their business. We're gonna be on your yacht too. I can't wait till I can't wait till they legalize it because I think the problem was that like it was legalized in Canada, but then people across the border to the states because they get it for cheaper because they'd be taxing in Canada. So then their stores would be losing sales, and then the revenue obviously goes down. Stock price goes down. It's like fuck, man. So they got to just legalize it everywhere. Canada. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, man. I don't. I I don't know too much about that. So I'm gonna say I don't know. Like I know no, it's, it's a, can- it's a cannabis. I would I would definitely try to get mm-hmm. it on some American companies because once they once they change the rules, bro, like I mean, they've I, already they've already got the. I feel know, like anywhere. I think like that would so, impact. I think that would impact Canada though in a way. It once, would. Once, it would. So, it would. It would impact yeah. them. But you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, I could, you're yeah, not over there. I know yeah. specifically, like the industry itself, they had to make specific laws into like into uh, different states to be able to give minorities the access to be able to purchase that land and make a profit. You know, mm-hmm. selling um, medical marijuana and things of that nature, mm-hmm. because a lot of you know. Um, uh, for lack of a better word, a lot of white people, a lot of rich white people were just buying up this land and finding loopholes to, to, to get as much contracts as possible. And it was like kind of just kind of like what bigger businesses are doing now to smaller businesses. You're taking up all of the type of capital you can and squeezing out the smaller businesses. And then those smaller businesses end up failing because they can't, you know, attract customers. And I feel like how it's set up now there needs to be a lot more work. And I feel like the episode that I was talking about with Hassan Minaj's Patriot Act does a really great job of explaining all that stuff. And I have to check that out. You have to, bro, have to if you, you got to check that out. Like that's, I, I'll post the link on our social media page so you can check it out. But um, that's, it's really eye-opening. And he does a lot of different episodes too about a whole bunch of different things like the housing industry and uh, things of that nature. So... I think I think what you're on, like what you're on with Genius Buds, is a great educational platform to break those stereotypes and preconceived notions. Because as I even as I was reading it, I was like learning new things, and I was like, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm a big dope. fan. Yeah, that's the yeah. idea. Is that you know, help we don't marketing want, it, you know? Uh, I, mean, I got you. I'm definitely gonna reach out to you guys because mm-hmm. once again, it's like I 
learning, going through all these things or starting these different businesses and yeah. learning that you, the, but the best thing you could do is just like keep asking for help. Like keep talking yeah, to bro. people. Yeah. Like keep working with people. That's one thing I say um, in Fort Myers. Like it's like, it's kind of different over here. You know, people are in competition with each other, um, but they are not really because you don't even know who you're in competition with. Mm-hmm. Like you almost feel like, yo, I could take this place over. Mm-hmm. But you also feel like, yo, I could, I, I could see how I could help that person yeah. and we both could win, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's kind of been my mentality about this area is that like, mm-hmm. once we, you know, we kind of started going off with the parties, started throwing the parties and things like that. I was like, man, this place is so much potential. Like, bro, we could take over this whole like area if you want to. Mm-hmm. And then seeing all these, once again, just seeing these buildings keep coming up, these apartment com- like they've probably built like twenty apartment complexes yeah. in the last two years, three years. Like around my well, trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm looking like through. I'm, I'm more. I'm out there looking all the what's being developed and all that shit. It's, it's fucking crazy. It's like bro. they're getting ready for like a, a whole new society, yeah. and they know it. But if you're like you know stuck in the loop of just your day to day life, and you're not, I guess like I feel like if you're out and about. And you're noticing what's happening, mm-hmm. you'll realize like, yo, these people are gearing up to like have millions of people living here. Like, yeah. I like the, the place that used to be like a, a bunch of trees and yeah. things like that. Boom, like, apartment, 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 <laughs> apartment. But once again, if you're a entrepreneur or somebody that aspires to like, you know, I guess like do greater or be greater, mm-hmm. I feel like being here is such a like inspirational type of thing is you're like, man, I just seen this person open up uh like a like one of those acai bowl places. Yeah. You know, and they just started acai, they just, the acai bowls. Mm-hmm. The acai yeah. bowls. I'm sorry, yeah. The acai bowls and like their business starts taking off. Like mm-hmm. if somebody opens a smoothie shop or somebody opens a gym here. Yeah. It's like there's so many opportunity to grow here with mm-hmm. your own brand. Like for instance you guys, we were from. You guys been to Wally's? Oh, Wally's yeah, Deli, Wally's bro. Deli, yeah. bro Wally's shout out to Wally's, Wally's bro. Deli, bro. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, My favorite yeah. breakfast. But bro. he's like, that's a person. I don't know if he's from here, but like, just came here to go to school and things like that. Got his thing going, got his brand going. But you see how we're talking about it? Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's like a person that like took what's going on because I think there's like something in the water over there, like at FGCU, mm-hmm. and like. I'll say FGCU, especially like their entrepreneurship program. Yep. There's so many people like working on like the craziest ideas that mm-hmm. that are coming out of here. Yeah. So when the ideas get really big, you it's know, like it's going to be like, oh, man, I came from Fort Myers and you're going to it's, it's going to make this place bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Like as if you, for instance, when when Facebook, you know, took off at Harvard you know, if you're a person in high school, you know, you're like, I'm going to Harvard. I gotta, that's where the ideas are coming up at. Mm-hmm. I need to go over there. Or I'm going to go to Berkeley, mm-hmm. California. I'm going to go to like Princeton. I'm going to go to Yale. I'm going to go where, you know, they've already shown that people come from here are going to like, you know, get into this different yep. stratosphere or different like space. But like here, it's like, there's so many ideas, man. Mm-hmm. There's so many businesses and so many brands and concepts being developed mm-hmm. and it's gonna come out of here and it's already been rooted here so like you guys believe in it i believe in it it's only a matter of time by the time it pops off everybody's gonna be like man i'm going to fort myers yep and you're gonna be like what you want that like the fact that people are saying that now like yep. I'm going to, but that's gonna be a thing to say like mm-hmm. i'm going to fort myers like you know and all the all the money is gonna be here Mm-hmm. I I believe that like just by seeing it like yeah. and I grew up on the other side where yeah. you could say it's like you know everything's already there yeah everything is coming here yeah so it's like yeah bro I'm telling you man I I'm glad you said that bro because I always get asked by people like when I go back to Miami like oh why'd you why don't you come back and I'm like bro like I love Miami like and I'm and plus I'm in the middle of like Tampa Miami and my family's in Miami I got my brother in Tampa. I live for cheaper in Fort Myers. I can go there whenever the hell I want. I'm right in between. I got. I don't got to catch a flight yeah. to go anywhere. Like, just and it's just, just so many, so much shit that I could start here that I can see over there. I could pick out of like both places and all that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm really glad that they opened the uh, 
opening the um the entrepreneurship building or something Man, like that. Just you. Bro. I mean, personally, I don't think that entrepreneurship is a thing you could be taught as it's more like you got to go out there and just well, do it. That, but, that. I, but I do think it's a good idea to actually like ingrain in people's mind that, yo, by the way, you know, you could try to create your own idea. Let me help you try to create your own idea. Yeah. I like I that idea. I would say that with FGCU though, they're at, like you're saying, it's like you, you would say, you would think you can't teach somebody how to do it, but I feel like they do, a, they do a good job at it. But what also applies is that like your personality, yeah. like they can teach you, mm-hmm. you know, you could teach somebody how to fish, but like, if you're just too lazy to get up and go fish, then <laughs> how, what am I supposed to do for you? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but I, I do believe that, you know, they have done like a great job of teaching of like, yo, this is how you're supposed to do this, or this is the way you're supposed to approach it. Like mm-hmm. when I when I went back to school, and I went back to school by the way because Genius Buds failed, like in a sense of like I started it and I, it was it was an online smoke shop before it was an educational platform, yeah, but because enough. I didn't have like the right information as an entrepreneur at the time, mm-hmm. I just was like. I was ignorant. I was an ignorant entrepreneur. I just was like, dang, this isn't going to work anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I guess I got to go back to school or do something. Because I'm like, yeah. if this business thing isn't going to work, like, let me just go back to school. So mm-hmm. that not, because I didn't have the information and I just kind of was like, I was like upset mm-hmm. and and like, I let me just forget it. Let me just work. Let me just go back to school and let me yeah. try to take advantage of what's at school and use that. When I got back into school and I and I got into the entrepreneurship program, I'm learning all these things that I was saying, like, you know, what I'm doing with Townview, I'm just gonna apply to everything else. I'm like, dang, I was doing that with genius buds, but I didn't know mm-hmm. that was the word for what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Or I was like, you just school just gives you all the formalities and words for things that you are already doing. Yeah. But gives you, you more structure. Yeah, yeah, but that structure is so important. It's super you don't important. realize it because I was I, I would say I was an entrepreneur that was doing it without school mm-hmm. but i'm not gonna lie i feel like it's a lot more back, work yeah it's a lot more work but when mm-hmm. you but like when the way they were teaching it how to do it mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like it's like easy now yeah you know mm-hmm. it's it's not as like it's a process there's yeah. like a step-by-step process it's on a step-by-step like, process. all right this is how you would want to manage a team if you want to build yeah. a team or this is how that, you want to do is, this you know like how do you how do you know this is the actual problem you want to solve? Mm-hmm. How do you know people actually want this your solution that you're selling? You know, yeah. you know we come up with these ideas and we swear somebody's gonna want it, but how do we validate that? So I think that they really taught us validate your idea, validate that somebody wants it, mm-hmm. you know, and then they have these different mentors, which is like a big thing for us because I still even though I graduated, I still work with the mentors from that entrepreneurship program like awesome. to this day. So it's like that's awesome. that's what I, that's what I was saying about like. I wouldn't say for every school, but FGCU, mm-hmm. like, they kind of, like, they 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 got something really good going on. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a lot of things going on. I'm not going to lie. I I wish I could have taken a, a little more serious, because you said how you have, like, mentors from, like, the entrepreneurship yeah. program. I wish I could have taken it more serious in getting mentors, like, within that yeah. type of field. Like, when I look back. Because I'm just trying to, like, you know, do whatever Learn I can to, own. to pass and graduate. You know? But, like, Taking time to develop those, and I developed a lot of good relationships in college. But I think going to where getting those mentors is going like a step further, where I feel like that could really benefit you and give you a competitive advantage over a lot of people. Yeah. So I know your mentors are probably proud of you, just because we're proud of you, all the things that you're doing, and we we see it every day. Um, we see you know. Making strides to not only be a better person, but to be the best entrepreneur you can be. Because, like, as minorities, we're all aiming, like you said, yeah. to be great. And I personally see you striving to be great. So keep being that inspiration to everybody in Southwest Florida, everybody that you're around. And we're really happy that we got you on the episode. So, speaking of that, we have one final question for you, and I hope you're ready for it. You, you know, you know the deal. You were prepped. Got you. <laughs> um, so we ask all of our guests at the end of our episodes to make a toast to Southwest Florida. So we're gonna ask you the same thing. You ready? I'm ready. All right. If you can make a toast to Southwest Florida, the people here, what would you like that toast to be? I'm going to make a toast to the. First of all, the, the hustlers of Fort Myers. When I mean hustlers, I mean 
just the people that are getting it off the muscle any way they can from selling water on the street to, you know, open up your first business in Fort Myers. I want to give a major shout out to them. I want to give a major shout out and toast to um, FGCU for just their entrepreneurship program mm -hmm. and the, the faculty that they have in there. I definitely want to give a toast to the small businesses in Fort Myers because they've definitely shown that even though they've had to face this unprecedented time of COVID, like that we're going to be alive and we're going to like make this work. Like we're going to make this only do pickup order work, only do to go. I mean, only do like delivery. Like we're going to make that work. We're not going to let that like deteriorate us. A lot of people had to shut down, but a lot of businesses that, you know, from our, our social media with Townview and like, you know, kind of the businesses that we're working with, we kind of seen that like they stayed, you know, tough throughout mm -hmm. this whole situation. Mm -hmm. And that is like a big thing statement to me of like, you know, this is like the spot to be in. If you want, like, if you, if you believe in like something and you like, and you are willing to work on it from the ground up to like the top, this is like the place to be in. Like you get so distracted other places. So definitely a toast to Fort Myers for being like a focus area. You know, this Absolutely. is like the definitely the the place where you can come and focus. Like you're not going to Miami and focusing. <laughs> yeah. So Ricardo, we appreciate you coming on the show. This is episode 22. Um, we want you to go ahead and uh, let our listeners know where they can find you and where can they find the projects you're working on. Um, me personally, I want to let your listeners know that I'm not that cool. So go on townviewapp.com, T-O-W-N-V-I-E-W-A-P-P.com. Go on geniusbuds.com, G-E-N-I-U-S-B-U-D-S.com. Go on vintagevibes.com, V-I-N-T-A-G-E-V-Y-B-S.com. Just make sure you check out all these websites. Mm -hmm. um, you'll find me somewhere on those pages. Mm -hmm. And if, you're, if I'm cool enough to you then, then you follow me. But I really appreciate you guys downloading the Townview app. Go order a shirt on Vintage Vibes and go learn more on Genius Buds. Absolutely. I got yeah. the Townview app, bro. I just, I just needed to update it. Real quick, so oh yeah, we just got the new update. <laughs> yeah, about to be excited. You about yeah, to be bro. excited. The way my data, yeah. you know, the way my data uh, set up. Yeah, I, I got it downloaded, bro. It's I remember when you first uh, kicked it off, bro. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a really good app, bro. I appreciate sure. it. Benefit, Thank so. you guys for you know guys having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Me. We're excited for everything that you're working on, and I'm pretty sure our, our listeners are gonna be uh, tuning in and following your Townview app your Vintage Vibes website and your Genius Bud uh, website as well because we're going to promote the shit out of it. <laughs> I really know. appreciate you already know. that. And so there's another episode in the books. It's your boy Nicholas. Buenas noches. Peace. <laughs>